Hi, Merck Lambert. Welcome to this marketing show. Let me start with a stat that sets us up for today's topic. Did you know that 63% of businesses have no social media policy for their people? And I say this because, Cheryl, as you activate businesses and, of course, their people on social media, given the pandemic especially, business owners and marketing leaders are coming to us saying, hey, do you have any guidelines or best practices so my people don't veer off the road? So today we'll talk about, you know, why we think you need to think about a social media policy. And I'll give some examples of specifically what businesses are doing. So Cheryl, let's talk about why maybe you think businesses should be thinking about a policy. For sure. And we're also going to get into a little bit around what needs to be included in a social media policy. And essentially, in my opinion, I think every single organization, no matter what size, needs to have something like this. So a social media policy is there to make sure that employees are educated and they understand the platforms that the organization uses and also what content is appropriate. Now, we both know that the lines between what's considered personal and professional content has been very blurred um, in terms of social media. So how one represents themselves on a personal account can often bleed over into their professional world. So you need to remind employees that how they portray and express themselves often can actually result in negative professional consequences depending on what that content is. Social media is a fantastic tool to develop what's called personal branding, which we talk about a lot. It can definitely establish a very positive reputation, but you need to think and consider that posting controversial content is very much frowned upon, I would say, no matter what. Um, conflict in the workplace is something else that I would say is inevitable, but again, why you have a social media policy is that you need to take those issues offline. So companies need to re remind employees that they are representing the company on all social media platforms with their content, especially if it's related to the organization or the work that they do. So any complaints or concerns that they have in the workplace need to be addressed offline and need to happen within the workplace. And also you need to clarify when uh, your employees are, are posting content about the work that they do what is considered private and confidential and what is appropriate content for posting to show the world because essentially on social media you're showing the world and sometimes not showing the right thing can get you ejected from your job and you know prior to this show Cheryl was reviewing with me many cases where people have been let go because of their activities on social media wasn't congruent for obvious reasons with the company yes. So Cheryl, this year we'll have 3,000 or more business to business sales reps participate in our LinkedIn bootcamp and mm -hmm. the feedback, uh, we created a LinkedIn uh, kind of social media policy for LinkedIn. And when I originally created it, sales leaders said, great, finally, I've got something to give my reps the guardrails. And the pushback I got on the social media policy was that, hey, Rick, uh, reps don't want me reaching into their Facebook or their personal stuff, which I think you're suggesting companies need, and I agree. But let me give you a couple points in our LinkedIn uh, guidelines we give to the business leaders. For example, I've got it broken out simple, do's and don'ts, okay? Do's would be create a LinkedIn profile of your company branding, post educational content whenever possible versus promotional, report any negative comments or posts about the company or individuals to your uh, sales or marketing leader, share company posts on your network, obvious things and connect with customers. Some do nots would be things like using foul language, posting copyright material, any confidential customer information. So they're very simple lofty things, but I think to your point, Cheryl, whether it's LinkedIn or social media in general, business leaders may be leaving themselves a little bit uh, open 
uh, if they don't have any type of guidelines like they have in other areas of the business, whether it's parking or long distance or using the mailing machine, it's just mm -hmm. the wild west right now from what we're seeing. Well, for sure. And you need to outline the expectations. And I know the argument, as you alluded to, is that, um, you know, employees say, well, this is my platform. This is for me to have my voice. And what I say here doesn't affect my professional world. And I'll say that that's not true. And you mentioned that we were discussing offline some of the things that have happened. I mean, there was a couple of firefighters in Toronto who actually lost their jobs for making chauvinistic comments about women. Um, we had uh, somebody at a farm boy chain, then they were making comments about various customers that were coming in and out of the store and, and actually posting this on their platform. And as a result, they also lost their jobs. Um, we had, you know, a, a, actually a CTV Sportsnet host that made a comment and took a stance on social media around their thoughts on gay marriage. And as a result, he lost his job. So I don't think it matters how old you are. It doesn't matter how long you've been with the company. The point is that how you represent yourself personally does reflect in your professional world. And, you know, it's not just, you know, millennials and Gen Z's that we think are no. social media savvy. It's really the uh, the older dogs that need to be taught a few tricks, maybe sometimes as the the digitization or, you know, this virtual business world becomes more and more social media centric. So I think in short, we're, we're just suggesting, by the way, putting a flare gun up there to say, if you don't have some kind of best practice framework for your people, we're seeing it uh, a demand for it with our customers. And maybe it's something you want to think about in your business. Mm -hmm. So let's talk a little bit about what would go into a social media policy. So a good policy would spell out exactly what is and what is not appropriate for employees to post about their company on social networks. So it would say things like you can't write anything that they wouldn't splash across anything public because it's private information as an example. Um, it also should probably outline the consequences of posting unflattering or unwanted information about the organization and also remind employees that anything posted online, even if it's marked as private, can and will actually be used against them and their employer because that's just the reality of, of where things are going. You also need to raise awareness in your policy of the organization and what it does. So the best media policies that I have seen, and you said this earlier, outline the do's and the don'ts. So they have to have very clear guidelines to help employees understand the ways that they can actually use social media to help achieve business goals, but also you need to understand and explain the values and what is the best kind of material that you would support your employees sharing on social media. Yeah, I mean, so, you know, as you watch right now, you know, you, if you're 63% of companies that don't have a social media policy, you know, it's something to think about. Certainly we could help you out with that, but uh, we're just trying to put this on your radar because as we activate people more and more on social media for all the good reasons, there's mm -hmm. a few that are, you know, should be in the penalty box. Sometimes we're trying to prevent that for your brand and your company. Um, so Cheryl, I don't know about any closing comments, but uh, keep doing whatever you're doing. Just make sure you give them some framework so they stay on the pavement. I think, I think one of the most important things is um, employees really appreciate and they want these guidelines because they need to understand, uh, especially depending on what industry you're in, they need to understand what information is considered public information and what's considered private. So in a policy, you want to describe the consequences and 
they can be severe for sharing company secrets on social media because it's, it's a big deal and really can affect the bottom line for many organizations. And last, um, I think a lot of employees really do appreciate when an organization can give examples of what is acceptable and what is not acceptable. And if anything else, provide content. I know I've worked for a couple of companies that would actually send out content and encourage us to share it and give us some suggestions on what we might actually say around that topic. So those are my closing thoughts. There's lots of various examples that you can find online of, of various social media policies. And I don't think I know any organization, um, any big organizations for sure, but any organization that we work with that doesn't have one of these. And the best time to introduce one of these policies, of course, is during the onboarding process when you're starting to bring in and recruit new staff. So Cheryl, let me close with a sell to win quote, if I may. We're talking about social media and doing the right thing. Here's our quote from sell to win. Common sense isn't that common. So good luck with your social media. If we can help, great. And uh, we'll look forward to seeing you next week on this marketing show. Absolutely. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Don't forget, you can email us anytime. Engage at intocommunications.com. And we'll see you next week.